Tonight or today, we're going to be talking about the pregnancy, newborn stage on the homestead from dad's perspective. So it's a couple months behind when I thought we were going to get it out, but hey, we have a newborn. So, so it goes. So I'm going to turn it over to him. Basically what I did on the last one was run, run through each trimester and what that means and looks like and logistical stuff as well as, you know, emotional stuff like giving up or not even just giving up but realizing your limitations and what what you can do focus on that and be positive about that and then you know don't let the fact that you can't you know muck things out or do wheelbarrows or do the things like strong people things that you can normally do the fact that you can't do that get you discouraged so anyway so however you would like to plan this I'm just here for support. <laughs> oh, really? You might as well keep going. No, I'm done. It's that's, your turn. that's just not true. It's your turn. No, I don't want to go. Um, yeah, a few months behind for sure. I mean, I don't, how do you even remember pregnancy? Um, so, we're just talking specifically on the homestead. I mean, you can talk in general. I think a lot of people get the mom's perspective on things, but, you know, the the male perspective of it all, especially when the brunt of the work fell on you and still is, technically, a lot of it. Um, so, whereas normally we're a team and all that we do, and so, I mean, obviously you do things that I can't do, but and vice versa, but... Otherwise, we do everything together, and this really kind of, I don't want to say splits us apart, but it divides us. It does. Us. Yeah, it you divides have to divide sure. and conquer. Yeah. Um, I mean, first trimester is first trimester, you know, if you're lucky enough to be able to not have narcolepsy or any of that other fun stuff, you know, God bless you. But that's, uh, that's <laughs> tough for sure, especially depending on the time of year. Um, so, but it's... She's having a dream. That was terrible. <laughs> She's sleeping, but that was a dream. Yeah, but so from your perspective, like picking up yeah, slack I mean, that I'm, I mean, slack's not a great word. But. No, it's slack. <laughs> um, no, I mean, I, from my perspective, the picking up the slack or whatever you want to call it is really not a big deal. It's more of the, um, there's a reason at least in our household, there is a reason why there is Kira and there is a reason why there is me. And it's because she does some things and I do other things. And I will tornado through, I will build anything. I will, I mean, I can, I can get on down and deep clean. It's only going to happen once every like six months, but I will do it. And it's stuff like that. But I, there's little things, just like little finesse things that I don't, I just don't do. And when I would get her outside, she, there would be a list of the stuff I didn't, t I haven't done, because that's stuff she would do, like trim the goat's hooves. Okay, well, there were pains in the butt, and they were trying to run away from me, and every day by the time I got out there, it's 5.30, 6 o'clock, I'm exhausted, I'm not trimming the goat's hooves. They were fine, Beth said they were fine, but they were not up to the proper snuff. So that was just an example of some of the things, like some of it, it is what it is. 
I mean, the goat's hooves were not anything bad. They were just longer than they needed to be. Um, you know, that's just the example I'm using. But there's definitely some of that stuff you just have to just adapt. And it's it's going to fall down. It's going to mess up. It's going to be ugly for a minute because it's a lot for one person, especially one person who, um, like, if you still have a job, you know, like an everyday kind of thing, place you have to go or things you have to do, stuff like that. So the, the list gets very long. So for me, personally, it's except that some of it's not going to get done. Try and make sure that those things that aren't getting done are the things that would bother you, not anyone else. It's because then that keeps everybody's mindset nice and calm and easy. That's good. And then it takes stress off of mom because all she sees is the things that she doesn't get to do because she would like those things done now but she can't do them, so therefore it adds angst to her brain to try to make sure you get her her list done first, especially during um, pregnancy and newborn stage, so she doesn't have to just sit there and stare at the stuff she wished would happen, especially if she would normally do it, like planting plants. So I tried to make sure I planted everything as fast as possible and made sure all the plants happened that way. Like the garden on the side of the house, that didn't happen. Hadn't happened yet. We need to get out there and weed. We got a couple more weeks. But yeah, I'm only the normally in the spring. Well, I, the garden was out of the house. You do the big giant right. reduce. I, I move the logs. I do all the filling. Yeah. I do all the tearing out of the coop well, and all I'll that do fun the stuff. And then some year. some years okay. with the trash cans. Um, but, but yeah, so the like the we have a tractor now. Tasks, we don't need trash cans. Yeah, the weekly tasks right are normally up to me. Right. So right now, normally we would have. We would have been ending our winter veggies and starting our, and right now it's like knee deep and weeds right. and sweet potatoes that and sweet potatoes that continue that to are going to get torn out too. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, and you know, at the same time, sometimes you just got to ask for help. I'm the last person that'll ever ask for help. Me and my tractor can do it, but if you've got able body friends, hired mm-hmm. hands, anybody like that that can come and assist, you know. Pregnancy and newborn times are the times to take care of that. Um, yeah. I trained up a couple different people to take care of the farm. So, especially now, if I have to go do anything early, super early, sometimes my you know work requires me to be gone really early in the morning, too early to feed everybody. So, I have somebody who will swing by, take some 10 minutes. They know what to do. Everybody's happy, healthy. All the animals know them. Thankfully, like Pearl will not, you know, drop this individual. Him, yeah. yeah, exactly. Won't eat him alive. So... It, uh, well, and that's you, know, you got to think about stuff like that. So if you have helpful. any kind of... Oh, very helpful. Yeah. yeah. Especially for you, I know. Yeah. Because last time around, you had to be at your job at 8 o'clock. It had, like, there was no flexibility. There was... And I just remember just being exhausted. Because, mm. I mean, you went back after six weeks, which is a long time. But it, it's during those weeks. Like, the first few weeks are just... I mean, we redid our entire out. backyard. Mm. In the first few weeks, you tornadoed around this entire house doing all of the big ticket jobs that, like, you want to do, but you it really takes days. And, I mean, a newborn baby is, I'm not going to say easy, but, like, they're pretty easy. I mean, they, they yes, you they're have a consistent two-hour, yeah. like, do, well, do, I mean, do, 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 do. And so you got to wake up at night and whatever, but... The whole sleep thing, yeah, trust me, I get exhausted. But I can also fall asleep 
anywhere on any surface but the standing up. So, so much right. normally. That's normally. my point. Is that then if you need a little snooze in the middle of the day, I just close my eyes and get you. Yeah. And then I wake back up and I'm well, fine. And I keep sleep, on going. Right. Right. And it's it so, made it a little more difficult because you know you got the four year old. But that definitely made things more challenging this time around, because um, you have the older one, and she's a great age to be helpful. But she also, you know, I, just the older child will wake him up, and like she sneezes sometimes, and this one, <laughs> she's like sound asleep, and she wakes up. But yeah, but it's really at the six week mark where like we. That's when it gets real. It's when it's and that's when you leave. Like right. that's when you can't be here all day. And I'm, the first time around, I absolutely panicked when you went back to work. I mean, it was our first child. I didn't know what I was... I, I said I didn't know what I was doing. I felt like I didn't know what I was doing. And I, like, cried and would call him and be like, when are you coming home? Like, why can't you come home early? And it was just me and her. Like, it wasn't... Like, it wasn't so that big of a deal. We didn't now, have half the animals oh we have gosh, now. We, didn't, we, we had nothing. We had, like, five Looking chickens. Looking back on it, we were bored. Yes, we had, like, five chickens and three horses. Like, it, and a donkey. Like, it was so e- I mean, and, of course, the dogs and cats. But it was yeah, so but. easy compared to now. Lord knows, truly, Lord only knows how many birds we have right now. Mm. We've got the donkey, the pony, the two horses, the three goats, one who is an absolute escape artist. And then we finally put the buck in with the, the does, and they all went galloping. That's what they're calling, yeah. They're, Female goats are does? They're Literally, they're like deer. I did not I realize. understand that they're like deer, but we would call them does? Yeah, because the babies are doelings and bucklings. No, they're, they're kids. They're together, collectively, but separately. Well, they have a kid. Yeah, but if it's a girl, it's a doeling. I don't know. I, I, mean, I feel I, like you're making this up. I'm not, but, I mean, I might be making up the other ones, but I don't think so. Now you're making me second-guess myself. I'm pretty sure that's what it is. I'll Google They're it. They're basically deer. And they eat all the same things. They Oh, they have, I, I, I agree with that completely. I had no idea they were like deer. Thankfully, they can't jump quite as high. But they can jump. Yeah. And, and I so can still catch them in a dead sprint. We finally put Chippy in with the girls in the paddock. And what's the first thing they do? Like, week two of him being with them. They knock down the back fence, which, thank Go God, the horses didn't Gallivanting down out. the street. They went gallivanting down the street. And here I am. I have a, what was it? She, 10-week-old baby. And I... I didn't know where they were. I went out to feed. I didn't even go out to feed it. I just happened to be out there um, to chase a chicken away from our new garden or something. And I was like, where are the goats? And me and Pearl and the baby on my shoulder go open the gates. And all of a sudden, Pearl takes off. And there's a man in the woods. Like, there's a man standing in our woods. And the goats are just following. I'm like, dee, 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 dee. So I call Arthur on the watch. And I'm like, um... Someone's stealing her goats. And like, Which, of course, she naturally went there. It looked like they were stealing the goats. He was also goats. walking to... No, he wasn't. He was running. That's when Pearl found him. Exactly. You told that's... me the first time you called, you said, there's a guy walking toward me. No, like, he... I see him. He's walking towards me. And I was like, oh, all right, I'm coming. And then you called me back and said, he turned around. I think he's taking the goats. Well, uh, <laughs> Pearl chased him. Thankfully, not <laughs> off the property. She came straight well, back she to she chased us. him off the property. She's she a, just didn't leave. She's a fantastic dog. Although she's supposed to be protecting the goats, livestock guardian dog, and not technically us. But she came straight back to us, would not leave my side. And then I was like, go get the goats. And she went and, like, did the perimeter, but 
Of course, she didn't get off. She wouldn't leave the property, which is great. And you found the goats following some man down the street. Yeah. And the poor guy thought our dog was going to eat him. Mm-hmm. And he was trying to be nice and put the goats back. Yeah, he just couldn't fit the couldn't get the fence up. So anyway, so I had our daughter, older daughter, in the backyard. I had left her because she scared of the geese. And thankfully, she was with one of the livestock guardian dogs, so I wasn't, like, nervous about her being by herself. <laughs> and then I have the other livestock guardian dog who's about to eat another human being in our yard. And it was just absolute chaos. And I, like, looked at it when he got home because he had to go repair the fence, and we had to figure out what to do with him because there's one she just gets out. It doesn't matter what you do, how you do it. She'll climb under. She'll jump over. She'll. I watched her parkour some trees over a fence. Like, she... Bing, bing, like a ping pong over, or a, what's that, a um, pinball machine. Or like a goat. Yeah, like like a goat. And <laughs> the other two would probably be fine. Like, they would just be. Oh, no, they would just totally chill. Pickles doesn't care, but but Ginger? No, the only half time you know they get out because Pickles is screaming because they left her. Right, right. Yeah, because Pickles doesn't even try. Mm-mm. But Ginger's, and they're Nubians. They're not small goats. I didn't, I mean, I, I guess that makes it worse. But yep. anyhow, the point is, it was absolute blooming chaos and when he finally got back in the house because of course he left work to come handle this I just looked at him and said like what would I have done like what there was like bad goats like I didn't have have a car you got the the mule yeah so let me hook up our 10 week old baby that I had a car seat and I was in a nursing tank top of course like I wasn't even really dressed because I was just in our backyard Oh, my gosh. It was eventful, to say the least. And it's moments like that that are like, I, if if you weren't at a flexible job, like, I don't know how we would do it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And it's not that the animals get out all the time, but the possibility is there. And there's always something. I mean, the other day I called you, Chippy's dying. <laughs> right, when he said a burp. Okay. His stomach looked like he had swallowed a beach ball. He's fat. No, he was laying down, and it was so inflated, and he was, like, barely breathing, and it was labored, and I was like, oh, my gosh. So I called Arthur, and I'm like, yep, Chippy's dying. And once again, I have the baby (laughs) slung on my shoulder. Ideally, you know, she's, like, in a wrap or in a stroller. No, every time I find something, it's she's just slung on my shoulder, and poor thing's, like, along for the ride. And, um, yeah, I called the vet, and he's like, well, I mean, he probably needs a burp. And then Tiny comes in, and she goes, he's fine now. He's up and eating. And our vet was like, what? She knows more about the farm than you. And I said, she does right now, actually, okay? Because I'm with her baby <laughs> all the time. I was like, I don't know. I don't have eyes on the farm all the time right now. I don't. Mm-mm. And it feels like it feels like I'm slacking. But that's where you, in good and bad have to cover my slack. <laughs> like, I forgot to mention in mine, the smell of eggs revolted me. Mm. The, yes, not I not had cooked to take eggs, over the eggs. Not when you crack the eggs. Literally, the smell of eggs. Just right. Like, in their shells when you grab them out of the coop and they're sitting in the... We sell our eggs. We have <laughs> like, hundreds. Like, we get dozens and dozens ordered every week that I make, that I clean, that I put out. I couldn't do that anymore. I could, mm-hmm. but it was Not rough. Well. It Not was well. rough. Um, side note, just because it's funny, 
I went into labor, even though we were supposed to have, we had a scheduled C-section, but I went into labor two weeks early, two and a half weeks early, and I didn't realize I was in labor, and so I just, like, made an appointment to the doctor's office to, like, get checked out to make sure she was okay, because it was about to be a weekend, (laughs) and I'm waddling out, like, truly waddling <laughs> to do our last egg orders because i was like what I mean, if she what pretty if much lived to... halfway out the last two months anyway yeah she was basically like just chilling down there way 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 down there so i mean i was it, I, it was like the longest walk of my life to the coop that day <laughs> and was like that's so stupid i was like these people ordered eggs so thankfully about the third trimester i could like stomach it a little bit not really but, like, dog, the smell of all the food. Oh, right. Yeah, no, you didn't feed the dogs Obviously for a solid year. Obviously couldn't pick up any 50-pound bags to, like, help you dump You never feed. do that. I could, if I needed to, I could. Y- you could have. But not pregnant. Not nicely. I mean, there are times where, like, yes, I need to be able to pick something large up. Yeah, no, I get it. I'm just, you know. Yeah. But I think from your perspective of taking on that workload. Yeah, the extra work's not a big deal to me. It's more of the, excuse me, mm. excuse me, <laughs> it's more of the, the knowing that there's things that are not getting done. That's what bothers me. The physical aspect of it, I mean, I, it keeps me sane. I mean, yeah, it can be overwhelming, but it also is my calming time because well, my actual like job every day is not physical. sad to divide and conquer. Yeah, no, I get bored. Well, yeah, but like, yeah, it, but like, that's like. We talk while we're going through chores. So I'm saying I get like, bored. And, like, we have and friendship by yourself and not as much fun. projects. Like, we enjoy each other's company while we're building things or, you know, creating or managing. And in that aspect, when it's not there, it's hard to find it somewhere else, you know? Well, yeah, because you don't have time. Because like I'm outside. We, <laughs> yeah, we'll do a podcast on the back garden. But, um... We we planted, gosh, I don't even know, like 500 oh, uh, plants. Like, no. we redid the back garden. And we were doing it, and, like, I had a C-section, so weeks, it took me weeks. And I, and I'm, I wanted, I just wanted to get my hands in the dirt. Like, I didn't garden the entire time I was pregnant. And I just wanted, and he, finally, I would look at him and i go, I know this is going to hurt me, but I just want to plant some plants. And it did. I would be sore. And I would say, like, do you mind helping pick her up more later? And he was like, no, it's fine, because he, he got it. And I just remember, like, sitting down one of the days where we were planting all day long, moving things from the front to the back and such, and we just looked at each other like, like, we miss this. Like, this was, this is a part of our, who we are and our relationship. And, and that was, you don't. You try to find it somewhere else, but it's not the same. Like, when you're active constantly on a homestead, there's that piece that is missing. Um, Wouldn't you say? Yeah. What? (laughs) You made the point, and you finished it, and then I agreed. Well, it's technically dad edition. I know. That's why I laughed when you said I'm going to let him go. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I mean, definitely missed it. It's the, it's more, it's just like truly for, for, from the dad's perspective, you don't want mom to get hurt. You don't want the baby to get hurt. Yeah. 
and your overwhelm you want everybody and anxiety just, with that was especially yeah. this time because it was a more challenging pregnancy than the first right, time. Right, exactly. So all my angst came from keeping you safe and calm and fed. fed. Gracious me. Yeah. Well, you don't won't. That's a whole other discussion. We could do a whole no, podcast I, on I, food. I, I said that last time. Like, I mean, she I doesn't didn't eat. Want food. But, but it's not even that they didn't want food. There are like, I've t- I just told somebody this recently. I know, or I don't know. Let's be clear. Never had a baby. Can't have a baby. Not how that works. It seems very very difficult, and that's just what I hear. And I know I don't hear it all. Being pregnant. And sometimes, in my experience, there's like three to five things that you can eat, depending on trimester, that you will not either want to throw up, want to pass out, get acid reflux, get heartburn. <laughs> like, there's only three to five things per, per, per person, okay? The first time around, she, it was just fruit and chocolate. That was it. Second time around, like, oranges gave her acid reflux. Okay, okay, can't eat that anymore. Guess what didn't? Zaxby's with hot sauce, okay? But then, we can't have any Zaxby's with hot sauce because we're not giving the baby good food. Right, right. But but if we don't eat that, we can't eat. So, like, just eat. So, it's more of, like, the trial and error of finding what's not going to hurt them and not make them pass out. That's, you know, stressful enough. But then making sure once you find that one thing that there's enough of it in the right places in the house, because it's not like they're, like, wandering around everywhere and can't always get to the kitchen. Sometimes you got to hide that stuff, like one on the couch, one in the sunroom, one in the bathroom, one in the bedroom. very far away. I'm sure it does. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I've never done that. So, like, I get it. So I'm just trying to put water bottles in everywhere. 1,100 square foot house. I'm about to say, we're basically in a glorified <laughs> tiny home, and it still seems like a lot, because guess what? We have lots of furniture, so it's not like it's an easy straight path anywhere, <laughs> so you got to go around your ass to get to your elbow sometimes. And then, also, there might be something in the way. It might be a, it might be a Hot Wheels, because our daughter loves stuff like that. It might be that tractor that I literally just fell on before I came in this room. Yes. I mean, you just don't know. There's so, like, there, it's, it can be treacherous. So, you know, it's best if we can just stay stationary. Um, but, yeah, no, this time around, I definitely made sure that I was home more. Did not travel. Because if you didn't come home for lunch, like... Y'all didn't eat. She, well, I mean, I had to make sure she ate, obviously. Right, the little package stuff that I had hidden in and the, in the kitchen. And you bought package stuff. Right. Like, we had snacks and, right. and fruit. Stuff we never have. Reach. Right, we made sure that I got yeah. packages she could tear the corner off of. Foods. Yeah. Had to. Yeah. I mean, they're free shred fruit and whatever. I mean, it's not like, you know, yeah, unfortunately didn't have any Cheetos. I mean, I would, but, like, That'd there were days where we, she and I would just, I mean, it was just. Yeah, today. Literally today. I was going to work. And she said, where are you going? Because I was supposed to go out of town and I didn't have to go out of town. I said, I'm just going to work, going to the office. She said, you come home? I said, I'll call you on the phone. I'll tell you what's happening later. She said, Please come home before lunch. <laughs> she literally just wants me to come home and make lunch. I think for the like, trimester and a half left, right. you came home every I came home day every single day for a solid something. two months to make lunch. And and I do realize that we are spoiled rotten with that because there are a lot of women who do not have that gift no. from their husbands. No, but it's also, I mean, like right now. Like, you got one that half the time, if we're being honest, is naked out back, playing in a hose or something. <laughs> and then the other one is, you know, you hope chilling, but we're not quite to that stage to where they can completely chill by themselves consistently. You know, it's still like a lot of holding or, 
you know, we could still get a random cluster feed or you, know, mm-hmm. you should have no idea. Well, that happens. Ain't nobody going to eat but the little one mm-hmm. because that's just how this works. So yeah. I still have little convenience foods and I try to make sure I pre-make lunches and all that kind of stuff, but it's still helpful to be around. But yeah, no, food's a big thing for me. Yes. Yeah, so. And I don't know if y'all know this or not. I don't know if everybody's like this. I've only ever had one wife. Um, she'll <laughs> just pass out. Like, I'm talking like, everything's fine. Hi, how are you? And she's just gone. And you're like, ah! And so you Mine have to... the nasty noises. No, see, you black out. You don't know the noises oh, you make. Okay, it's okay. weird. Stop. Um, that is not so true. It is. You don't know. You weren't there. I gurgle? Yeah. Every oh, great. Time. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and I mean, just like, gone. Like, eyes change. Like, uh-oh. Like, I mean, to the point to where our older child would say, is mama going to pass out? I mean... Yeah, I told like, that story. No, not this time. Yeah. Well, maybe this time. I mean, so it's uh, the food thing. That gave me more angst than anything. The mm. food thing and making sure everything was done before they got here. Yeah, but, like, towards the end, for sure, when I was basically, like, put on bed rest but not bed rest. You were, you're right, not put on bed rest, and I was um, told not to leave the city for the last, like, two months. Yeah. yeah. That's when, like... Like, you had a lot of stomach stuff. Cause mm-hmm. like, and you said at some point, you were like, I think this is anxiety. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's just angst. Yeah. Yeah. And, and at that moment in time, like, on top of normal pregnancy stuff and, and normal fatherhood stuff, you being in charge of every single animal and their well-being and what they need and, and the garden. Not that, I mean. Yeah, I like, like, that happens, like, like just a, that's a good example of it. Mm-hmm. Like there's a like yes, we have a lot of animals. The goats' hooves didn't get trimmed. I know that. Everything else pretty much got handled for the animals. They 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 live. But like that's that's but, what it comes down to. And, that's, gonna, and that's why the garden's not done. Because yeah. if I have to choose, oh yeah, of course. The, the things that are already living are getting the attention. Absolutely. And then you know you're still at that point in time of year where the sun's gone at six. Okay, well, I'm up at five thirty, and I still don't have enough time. So like the garden just didn't happen. Yeah. And you just have to accept that. It still bothers me. Mm-hmm. I wish we had it, but it just it is what yeah, it is. And, but in the big scene of life, like, thankfully, we don't only live off our food. Right. Which is nice. And and we can get, now there's a lot of healthy option convenience packaging stuff mm-hmm. for that. But, it, I mean, we do definitely spend a little more money than we would if we'd grown more. For sure. Um, especially since our fertilizer is our chicken poop. It's not like we, our input to the garden now is... <laughs> Seeds, which are like four dollars a packet, so it's really not a big deal. Um, but it it comes down to I lost my train of thought, and I'm trying to gain it back. I thought that's what you were doing. Yeah, circling. Do you remember what I was saying? No, stop it. I don't know. I wouldn't listen. Oh gracious. Okay. Well, anyhow, I'm gonna listen back to it and be like, oh my gosh. Oh, this idiot. is what I was gonna say. Yeah, yeah, that's what you're talking about. Yeah. No. What you're trying to say is that it's not a money thing. It's not a whatever. Of course, we save money when we do our own gardening, but we just prefer it. And we- yeah, it's, that's what I was say. In the big scheme of life, like I'm not gonna look back and go, oh, the year of 2022, like that was the worst garden year ever because we had a baby. Like it doesn't matter. It matters now, and it matters every season. And like if like. I, we don't have, like, last year I didn't do anything with our figs. The whole fig tree got filled up. I didn't harvest them. I didn't do a thing with them. And it, we don't have fig jam. 
We might still have some from the year before. We do. Actually, we have so much fig jam. And it's fine. It's not a big deal. So, like, that's where it comes down to. And I was trying to get her to pick blueberries last year, and she wasn't She wasn't all about it. But this year, so far, she's excited about picking blueberries. Yeah, she eats them all. And then this she year... She shared one. I got one blueberry. We had a huge strawberry crop, and I was obviously not bending down to pick up strawberries a month after a C-section. She, she wouldn't do it either. I'm like, you are, like... Mi- the size to pick strawberries nicely on the ground, and she was not all about it. It's all right. I got all the strawberries. I'd pick them in the mornings before I went to work. Yeah. So we planted. Oh, that was on a pot. This was if you follow the podcast, we talked about that. All those strawberries that we planted that that farmer told me would never, they would never live. We got a thousand. They live. Not only do they live for a second I mean, it's year. It's a year too. Yeah, they produce like crazy. Holy smokes. Yeah, the worst of it though is that we didn't like. I mean, on the list, the weeds yeah, around them. So them. yeah, choked them a little bit. Yeah. And they get to the point where the weeds came in, flower wise and leaf wise, like they greened in, greened out or whatever. And then you couldn't find some of them. And then once you found them, it's like you got a swarm by fruit flies. You're like, kind of yeah, flab it. Slugs. Yeah. Yeah, slugs. Yeah, the slugs from gross. But if you get them at the right time. Like, next year, I feel like we'll have a really good strawberry year. Because we learned a little bit this year. Like, you got to pick them a little earlier than you'd want to, and, mm. you know, that kind of stuff. Yeah. we never done it before, but... Yeah. Well, before we start, like, summing up things that have happened in the past couple months or whatever, is there anything else you think from it? Like, any advice you would give to dads? Ask for help. Ask for help when you need it. Mm. No. Even if you don't need it. Oh. I never think I need help. Yeah. But I learned to just ask, and somebody will show up. And have two backups, like you said. You had two backups. I had two backups because for the farm. I don't remember if I mentioned it, but obviously we went into the hospital two and a half weeks early. Yeah. The person who was supposed to be watching the farm had the flu. Like, And I'm talking, like, not just the flu. Like, literally couldn't get out of bed for four days. And this is someone who is, like, just he toughest does, person I know. Yeah. Manual labor every day of his life. Like, and just laughs. And he was so sick. Like, couldn't function. And thank God. Hmm. I don't, it's not even that he was trained to do it. No, he just knows. But your friend came and did it, and I just wrote him this big thank you note, because, like, when they were telling me that we were about to be wheeled over to the OR, I was going, we can't. There's nobody to feed the animals. The doctor looked at me and said, do not go home and feed your farm. I was like, I'm not. And then one of the, 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 uh, the nurse, nurse practitioner said she, she'd go do it. She goes, I'll go feed your farm because I was freaking out. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what do you mean? I'm like, we can't have this baby right now. There's nobody to feed the farm. <laughs> I mean, in theory, she came at like 3.30. Excuse me. I could have gone home and fed. Yes, and left me with an hour old. Yeah, you'd have been fed. That would have been fun. But no, you don't want to miss those moments. No, those were too much fun. And that's I'm pretty sure other, at that point I had her anyway. That's the other most important part about it all, I think. Yeah, that, yeah, right. That's one of the main reasons. Of, even if you don't think you need help, just ask for help. Because you might get to hang out with your baby that time. Yeah. And that's how we're... I'm obviously healed now. Yeah. We're a few months out. And, like, she's sleeping a lot during feed time. So we're still... And it's hot and buggy and like you don't want to take a little baby out too much no poor thing get bit by a mosquito again oh my gosh it was the size of her arm the other day <laughs> um but so we still are dividing and conquering we will i mean once oh, yeah, especially the best when part you of have having kids I mean, multiple that's, children that's is, yeah. but yeah we're still we're in man-to-man now 
but there are days where I'll say, like, you've been at work all day. You just she's sleeping, but just sit with her and just hang out with her, and I'll go feed the farm. Like it's not, you know, like now we can. I feel like I can start dipping my toes back in the water. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not ready to mulch the entire coop or, uh. you know, get down and weed all the garden beds, but definitely at a place where you slowly get that you forget that when when pregnancy's really 10 months and then you have a newborn especially if you had a c-section or, about a, say, especially or a hard C-section. labor that has right. a long recovery like you forget that you are able-bodied human our our oldest our older daughter looked at me as like I was able to lean over nicely and grab she things. She said, "Yay, mama, you can, you can do it, it. mama. <laughs> mama, can you do that now?" And I was like, "You don't. You honestly don't remember a time when I was physically capable of right. doing like stupid things, like getting on a step stool, right. <laughs> like right. or picking up the paper towel you dropped on the ground. Yeah, that like, was the best one. But you look, you picked up your napkin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was great. So it's." You have to remember that, and then hopefully, from Dad's perspective, you do have a very supportive and helpful husband, because I do understand how blessed I am to have you, and make, I mean, I would literally have to sell animals or hire somebody, like, if I didn't, if you were truly out of town all the time and didn't have some flexibility, um, and otherwise, I mean, you just do the best you can. Mm-hmm. Keep everybody alive and back. Yeah, every everybody with a heartbeat, hopefully, still living. That's the thing. The, the things that we're currently living, that's what I focused on. And then also having to remember that, like, you live and breathe these animals all the time. But you're like, we have an older child this time around, and while I needed naps every day, and we struggled to eat every day, and she did need me. Oh, for sure. So like still I, does. yeah, like. I still, there was a lot of set-aside time for her because, obviously, I know she's an older, um, bigger sibling, but, like, it's still very confusing. Oh, yeah. To, why why am I losing time, you know. All the attention. Exactly. And not just attention, but, like, what's wrong with mom? Like, why, why can't she lean over or, so, or pick her up? I mean, I couldn't pick her up, mm-hmm. and that was sad. And now, I mean, she's only 32 pounds. I was about to say, she's, she's a whole a lot of small four-year-old, but still. So anyway, so then, um, update since we last talked. Three days ago, you stopped in the middle of a large road in Savannah and caught a kitten. Oh, yeah. Yep, so his yeah, name is... I forgot is, about that. His name's Merle. His name's Merle after... He's a very special cat. He's a very special cat. I don't know if anybody's read My Big Dog. I don't even know how that book got into our house. I have no idea how it got into our house. I think it was my sister's book when she was little. But no, it's no, called My Big Dog, and it has Merle. He's a very special cat. And Arthur started reading it. Uh, I was told. I came home. I was texted one day. This saying, was years ago. Years ago. Yeah. That, that I need to, like, I mean... Our oldest was two, so it was at least two years ago. I'm pretty sure she was barely talking mm-hmm. when I did that. Um, and she loved this book so much, she memorized it word by word. Like, literally, like, we'll flip two. through the pages at two, at two in yeah. two and a half. We have Recite a it. Um, a video of her reading you the entire page, like, mm-hmm. the entire book. Um, 
but yes, I was told that when I got home, I had to read this book. I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, like whatever, it's a little kid book. And I think I got four pages in, and somehow Merle, 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 very special cat. Merle was he was he is not do not lick me. He was I don't what? know the no cash in the house. I mean the the, the Merle voice, was the persona the was voice. born. Yes, so that and then she would do it too. She in would. her little two-year-old voice, mm-hmm. Merle. Merle, I'm very special cat. <laughs> so, <laughs> if I could name a Merle, I'm very special cat. I would. Um, and he looked. This kitten looks just like Merle, mm-hmm. very special cat. Mm-hmm. So, Merle is in a kennel in quarantine because he was sick. But Merle's, thankfully, Merle's not about like, a month old. Merle had the classic kitten respiratory upper doopies. respiratory sickness with shooting snot rockets and goopy eyes and yeah he fell off the curb onto one of the main roads in in savannah and couldn't see and he was drunk because he had a sinus infection um poor little guy stopped traffic and i did caught him i did so happy ending for merle hopefully um it's day three and he's starting to eat and he's he's eating like a horse and he's drinking and taking his meds and all his goop and his eyes are gone and he's not he's still got a little bit of nose he's not as wheezy as he was he's still got a little bit of junk in his nose but he's all right outlook is nice negative on feline leukemia and aids and all that they called you and told you that right yeah yeah that's great so um we're we're i mean you know of course we needed a fifth cat who doesn't want five cats he's Merle. He's Merle, very special cat. Mm. Um, we've had a fox, speaking of cats, we've had a fox stalking the cats. Um, so they have they were out, you know, at night to chase the rats who like to get in the car. And now they can't be because this fox is persistent. We keep capturing them on the cameras. And Pearl, as you know, was reported on by neighbors, so she's been in a bark collar at night so we don't get... And I don't want her barking all night, but it also interferes with her job. So she couldn't even alert to this fox. We actually heard it barking one night when we were up with the baby. And that was, oof, that was a crazy noise. That was crazy. A screech. Like, look, if you never heard a fox bark, It was calling a friend. It, it, it was had... Gonna, it was going to eat Mia. It had Mia pinned against our... Well, I watched it pin Mia against our house. And um, Arthur ran out and scared it away. And then from that night, we started letting Pearl out in the front, too. And it doesn't matter. She keeps it away, but like, if we le- if we left let her in the front yard every night, it would never come back. Well, it's but like it it's comes. clever, like it's- a fox, because it knows when she's not there. And I mean, there was a time a few weeks ago where it was coming every single night, and then and obviously the cats aren't out, so I don't know what it's doing, but it literally comes to the same spot, looks along the porch, like because Mia stays on our porch, like right. she doesn't leave. Right? No, she lived on the front porch. Um, and then, and I mean, it was all times of the night, too, all the way up until you chased it one morning at 7.30. Oh, yeah. Me and, me and Pearl went chasing on mm-hmm. hunting wabbits. And then, and like, actively like chase this fox, and it still comes back. It mm-hmm. doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. So this is a, we get to test Pearl's skills, and Pearl's got skills. Yeah, she's pretty good. Like, her instincts are incredible. Yeah, she's good. I mean, in, in a, if you're tracking an animal, she's a bit of a dolt. A what? Dole. Dole. Okay. Um, like, not very good. Like, I'm talking, like, she's with me, we're running, we're chasing, she goes straight, I go left, she gets stuck in a fence. I'm like, Pearl. <laughs> Pearl. <laughs> I mean, I got my deaf cattle dog 
following me because she knows the drill. She's understanding. Her and Naked are, like, right there with me. The Malamute's been shaved. Oh, right, Chatta, sorry. Her new nickname. Is Naked. For the four-year-old is Naked. Yeah. And she's changed Winifred's name to Mr. Todd. Mr. Todd Bominos. Mr. Todd Bominos. I'm like, that. A, it's a girl cat, and B, like... And now I'm calling her freaking Todd. Oh, I call her Todd all the time. Oh my gosh, her name is Winifred. Every no, it's not. No, no, never again. Well, her original. What's name, that Todd doing? Her original nickname was Smoothie. So now it's been changed to Todd Bominos. No, no, it's Mr. Todd. But, uh, yeah, the Mr. I don't understand it <laughs> at all. I'm like, we are not that family. <laughs> we do not condone that activity. Yes, we do. It's great. That's why we have Batman, Hood Babies. We do not condone gender swapping. No. She's a girl. Whatever. So anyhow, um, <laughs> so that's been exciting with the fox, and then watching Pearl's skills and lack of skills, whatever. Right. I mean, she's really good at doing what she does. I'm just saying, in the hunting perspective, you know, she could improve. Oh, she chased a possum up a tree the other day, and um, you just you can tell by her bark. Yeah, what's there? What's going on? If she doesn't have her collar on, and I walked out there, and she had that thing, and it was so cute. And then we left naked out one night on accident, and she Who? killed Chatta. And then she killed the baby possum. Yeah, she did. And that was so sad. And, of course, brought it up to the patio like a murderer that she is. Yeah, Chatta kills everything. I like possums. They eat ticks. They eat ticks, and they don't carry rabies, so, like, live at it. They don't carry rabies. Yeah. People don't know live that. Live free and proper. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah they're, they're, they can, but it is extremely rare for them to have right. rabies. They actually use, they do studies on possums to learn how to fight rabies. Really? Yeah. That's cool. Um, I guess the other thing up that has happened, we let the geese hatch babies. Mm-hmm. They sucked at it. They killed five. Yeah. Um, we, you pulled three, and they lived, like, on their They raised two. Death door. Yeah, they raised successfully two out of ten. Yeah, I punched a goose in the face. Yeah. And stole its babies. That they had stomped into the mulch. Yeah, like they, they had made a nest and the thing them. was so smashed into everything that could, basically, from what I've deduced, um, that they would hatch the baby. And, you know, the babies come out of the goo. You come out of the egg and they're still pretty gooey. And they expect them to do something. Like some form of fashion of something. And if they weren't coming out fast enough, like getting like trying to put their heads up or trying to then they just kick them out to the nest and move on and, and stomp them well, they would walk on them yeah for yeah. sure um and so maybe that was because we had two two geese sitting on they made two nests right next to each and other and then turned it into one nest and then yeah. sat together so maybe that's what it was but also everything you read says that they'll rate and the, the two fathers would both protect I, nobody cared whose baby was who um no, and, and everything they you read says they're fantastic moms. Yeah, no, they... They might be when the babies are out, which... They are. Fantastic mom, quote-unquote, means they're going to rip your face off. You're right. And, like, I hope you don't need your fingers, because they would like to... Nothing more than to bite you. Yeah, that's what I meant when I said I punched a goose in the face. They... Arthur had to use a fire pitch as a shield. That was he, Captain America. That's what he thought. He Yeah. Just a block to get the babies they were killing... And then they lived on a heat pad for 24 hours, and then... 48. It was a long time. It was 48 and I, hours. I thought for sure yeah, that... Yeah, told me to put it in a bag. As it's with the, and so it I put was, it in a bag. The nice thing to do was to euthanize it. Right. Everything online said the easiest way is to suffocate in a bag. I didn't like the idea, but yeah. it was better than it's suffering. Yep, yeah, nope. And That's he, it. He started he, chirping. And he peeped at me. Started so. peeping when he put them in the bag, so I was like, oh my gosh. My only namesake. 
is a goose. Yeah, so we named him after your middle name. And we'll see. I don't know. Y'all, we don't need seven geese. These geese are... are, are <laughs> I love them. And if you need a goose, like let them. us know. Yeah, I don't like them at the same time. I love what they do, and I love watching them. They're so pretty, especially in the water. I dislike that they have pushed our daughter... She's scared of them. She's terrified of them. She should be. They're butt nuts. We even put up, we made this garden in the back, and we put up a new fence to keep them out of it and to allow her space without them, like when they're all free-ranging. And she's still scared of them. They're not nice. Well, it was all around, it's all around spring breeding season. They just get terrible. This is true. They were very not nice. Yeah. However, spring breeding is over. We removed the babies. They're still laying eggs. They're st- baby, they lay eggs all year. No, they don't. Mm-mm. No, they stop laying eggs here shortly. Well, they haven't been sitting. No, but it doesn't matter if they're still laying eggs. They're still doing all the stuff, and they're mean, 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 mean. So, and we had to separate them because they killed a chicken, which I think, I don't know, we might have talked about that. I don't know. But they do their job in terms of hop protection, which is why they're there. But... Wowzers. So now we have seven because these two babies. But the babies are with, um, we ended up giving three of the babies away to my cousin's child. And, oh, that was a whole nother lesson for our child that we don't keep everything that's created here. Um, she was fine with the two. It was that we had named one of them. She named one of them Letter. And she was. It was stuck. Laverne and Shirley and Letta. And Letta. Letta can't go. We can't give away Letta. I mean, big, giant tears for, Poor like, thing. hours. And then finally I was like, do you just want to go sit with Laverne and Shirley? Because they were in our bathroom for a while. And then they got moved outside. And she was, yes. And she just played with them. Yeah, so she's hung out there, fed them some kale, and now they're Tyrannosaurus Rexes in our Oh, my gosh, coop. they're bigger than all the ducks. Not the Pekins. Adult ducks. Yeah, the new Pekin duck. We got some more ducklings from Tractor Squad. They turned out to be... Jumbo Pekins, unfortunately. And one's a drake, so we'll see how that goes. But the Jumbo Pekins, they just don't live. They're for meat. Um, we've tried, and they're, it's bad. So then there's that update, and I think that's it. We've got the goats together, so we might have babies in the fall. We finally, it was just giant, with Ginger jumping out and escaping, it was a giant pain to try to keep everybody separate. And they finally had a year, so we just put them together. So we might be having this dairy operation a little bit sooner than we imagined, but we will see. Because we'll see. I haven't seen the deed be done yet. Cause no, it hasn't. He did have that broken leg, which is functioning perfectly, but maybe it's affecting his mounting. I don't know. Yeah, or they just are smarter and faster than him still. So. Oh, yeah. They, well, Ginger, I think she'll stand for it, but Pickles will turn and fight him. She does not appreciate his advances. Um, <laughs> so... Anyway, I think that's the gist of the past few months. It hasn't been uh hasn't been all inside baby snuggles. There's been quite the adventure as always. Yeah. So anyway, the latter half of this was basically updates, but we don't know if we'll be able to do these weekly, but we're gonna get them out when we can and at least finish up this season three. I think we have like four or five more episodes. because we've been doing I think like 10 to 12 episode seasons. Anyway. Are you explaining it to me, by the way? <laughs> I'm explaining it to anyone who cares. <laughs> anyone who follows this madness. Um, and we hope that something of value came from this. If 
you're a lady and you need your husband to listen to it, tell him to email Arthur if they have questions. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, but y'all can always email thehomesteadkings at gmail.com if you have like a topic that you're interested about or question or something we need to cover. So anyway, thanks for listening and we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Bye.